I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 18, Tell All. And this isn't just Tell All. This is Tell All No Limits (laughs) is what they went. No Limits on the Tell All, Part 1 of 4. Wow, Amazing. So they're doing one each of the next three Sundays, and it, it looks like they're doing a Monday show after that. So the four, the four show is going to be on a Monday. Oh, wow. So we are here with Joy. Hi. You, you will remember Joy, <laughs> not necessarily from the Jordash commercials that she was in. But you will remember Joy. Joy was with us for episode eight of this season under pressure when Kelly was out of town. Joy filled in, did an incredible job. And Thank you. And who better to talk about the tell-all than, than the, really, I guess it's the ladies that have joined me this season. Thank you. Yes. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Kelly, first of all, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Big 5-1. And I saw the cake. The cake was delicious. 5-1 and many, many, many more. Thank you. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year to everybody. Thank you for joining us. I think after we see this episode, obviously there's Angela and we don't get, I guess we won't get too much. It is exactly what we expected from her. I think from the start, she came in smoking hot. And so we just knew something was going to happen there. I think my one comment about that, and then we can probably move on, is that I question whether or not her entry, the way that it always is, where she just comes in like a, you know, hot potato, just flaming everybody and showing up late and all that, because they commented about that beforehand in the back mm-hmm. room. I question whether or not the producers intentionally give her a different arrival time than everyone else just to play up her big grand entrance and create uh, all this drama. Definitely. It was like a Maury Povich show, how she yeah. came in too, you know, screaming and yelling and carrying on and just for attention. And it she looked like a fool. Don't you think me. you would have her, if I'm running this show, I'm going to bring her in. I'm going to sit her down first and then bring everybody else in after. It yeah. would be like, this is going to sound so bad. And here's the thing is now we get to see each other. So this is super. If you were like, we have uh, three dogs in the house. And if we had one dog, we'd, we'd bring the one dog in. And then if we were having a party, we'd bring one person in at a time. So the dog would be introduced to one person because walking into a room of 10 people would be too much stimulus Way too much. Mm-hmm. And so she needed a slow entry into all this. So <laughs> it's like with a mind blowing when she walked in and she you know, also did you see she really didn't I mean she went after Usman, Usman right or whatever the heck right his name him. is. And then Yara she screamed at. Yes. Well Yara had a plan. Face, like physically. Yeah, right, right in her face. Pointing and carrying on. I wasn't sure if Yara was going to take that. I mean, she was kind of giving it right back to her. 
if any of all the women there, it would be her who would give it back. That was it. Kim Kimberly was certainly not saying anything. Jenny wasn't going to say anything. And Liz probably wasn't allowed to say anything. Yeah. And I was wondering if, if Jovi was going to sit there and tolerate Angela being in Yara's face. Like it's if that job. was my spouse and somebody was coming at him, you can bet I'd be standing up and going, uh, back off. You know what I thought? When I was watching that, you guys remember Denzel Washington in the movie Training Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember at the very end when he's confronted and he's in front of all of the, the people that he'd been bullying for, who knows, decades. And he's in there ranting and spitting and doing all his thing and everybody's looking at him. And we all know as, as the audience that we're watching somebody who's completely lost like all, we all respect all yes. everything. Angela's in there creating the ruckus, and we know everybody there is just going. We are watching the end of whatever mm-hmm. had, right. had been yeah. it isn't something anymore. Don't you think this has to be the end of Angela on Ninety Day? Like they can't keep bringing her back for the same tirade season after season. It's too Realistically, much. but I think they might think she brings in the money and they she brings in watchers. But would, I've been reading that it's enough already with her. Yeah, I would say all. that maybe that was the case up to this point. But aren't you just sick of it at this point? So it's, I don't even it's annoying. Watch. It's a headache. She's like a big headache. She's a big migraine headache. Yeah. That's what I see her when I look at her. That's what I think. And yeah. she needs like a cane to like pull her off the stage, it's you know? Just, the thing is, it's it's nothing new, right? Like every encounter she has with everybody is exactly the same. It's just repeated over and over and over. Just I'm over the top. Look at me. Blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. She pulls Nobody out a new friend this time. Yeah. What's the deal with the rotating friends? Is she having like on a Rolodex? Next, next. Just no. What is the woman? What was her name? The last one? What was her name in Nigeria? I said the same thing. First it was Jojo. And then he Dee said Dee? he thought it was. D or DD maybe? Something like that. I don't even remember. She was so short-lived, I don't even recall. I just remember when she first came on the screen and said the first thing against Angela and for Michael that Steve immediately said, well, she's done. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, friend. Time to get a ticket home. Yep. Time. Someone else now. (laughs) (laughs) You're out. Ed was a big part of this. And and I think we watch and... And I guess being ladies, I guess I don't know that you can identify with Liz or or not. But but from Ed's side of it, looking at it from the male side, I I can't even see like where he's coming from. Like I I, I don't. It's ridiculous, really. I mean, I I have to agree with him. The last thing he said at the end, I think it was in the preview. He said, "Why do you keep coming back?" That's what everybody on the stage was thinking and verbalizing by the end was, why do you keep coming back? Because this is, they're mismatched. That's what everybody said. I think she's a pretty girl. I do. I think she's a nice girl. I think that. Certainly do better. I would love for, for them to say, what is it about Ed that you love? Tell us the specifics that you love about him. Not judging her. I you know that, that she's one of those people because we know about her past that she's had abusive relationships. Yes. I suspect she's one of those um, abused women who 
becomes accustomed to being treated that way. Maybe she was treated that way growing up. Maybe this is just what she expects from men and therefore is drawn to because we see that so often with people in abusive relationships, they get out of one and go right into another because that's how they think they're supposed to be treated. And it's just normal for them. They don't see the signs of this is not good for me because it's what they're used to. So I think it's the best. Oh, sorry. Go on. So I suspect maybe that's the case with her that she's not seeing the red flags or is overlooking them because she thinks that this is what a relationship is. I think by her moving into her own place, I know they're going backwards, but that's really the best thing for her to do. For her. To, right, for her, not for him. Him, I mean, I felt bad for those two dogs. That's what I yeah. had to know. That's what I felt for bad for. Now, right? <laughs> but, I mean, it was best that she goes and lives by herself and uh, it makes her independent. independent. And then she can see she doesn't have to be with this Ed and she doesn't have to be treated the way she's treated. She's a good person. Right. The thought that the two of them are better apart than together that they that their relationship works better when they're one day on one day off yeah that's that doesn't bode well for marriage (laughs) no no i wouldn't think so no no and that it's the same thing for him even look at his relationship with rich and the way ed is it's It's the same and he said that he gets close to somebody when they said to the friend uh it's on again off again I perked right up. I go, well, it's just like with her, right? They're doing the same thing. Like, it's like he's not capable of maintaining an ongoing relationship with anybody, even with his mother. He's in the same no. boat, on again, off again. So, But he loves to spew out that advice. Yeah. I mean, it's like word vomit for him. Every five minutes, he's saying something. It's like, shut up. Well, he's in therapy, you know, so he has all the answers now. <laughs> Well, he needs a whole team of therapists, not just a one-day thing. But he needs a whole team. Aren't all the guys like that? Doesn't Andre, isn't he quick? Yeah. Advice? Oh, they're Bilal, all Bilal is a bit tempered. Authority. I think Bilal is more of a presenter, and he understands what the show is. And so I think he's trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Andre, Jovi, Ed, they don't. they can't help it. They don't have You're right. the ability mm-hmm. to, to like be quiet. Mm-hmm. They're very impulsive. Andre is just very impulsive. And I found it funny that Andre and Jovi, the drunks, you know, what were is? in the bar. Right. And, and they were in the bar drinking. And Yara and Shida were on Fifth Avenue getting jewelry. So right. I thought that was a perfect right. parallel because that's exactly where I placed all of them. Well, what do you think, Joy, about the revealing thing that came out in conversation that Andre said that Jovi asked him that night before in the bar to go to a strip club. Did you see Jovi's reaction? He immediately whipped his head around, looked the other direction, like, oh, no, what me, are you talking me? about? You're not talking to me. You're not talking to me. That's how he was saying exactly. He was like, not me, not me. He knew oh, it was yeah, coming. But- and 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 I thought also thought it was very telling with Jovi and Yara whenever they started to discuss anything together where they were both participating in conversation that they ended up with like 
scowls on their face. And then they would go silent. Like they can't communicate with each other without disagreeing. Did you notice that? I, I did. I did. I, uh, unless, I mean, Yara, I really don't see her smiling ever. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. People, some people just it's a, aren't. It's a Eastern European thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Cause like, she's like, huh, like for two seconds. And yeah. then she like, goes I mean, look, back. Andre, it's the same, right? They just <gasps> have like this lack Scowl. of emotion. More well, I think if we did, if we did an ancestry DNA thing, we'd probably find that I am probably <laughs> the Steve is from the same. Yeah, I mean, because I'm just going to the pictures, Steve, that you had void, void of emotion. That's yes, yeah, <laughs> typical. Well, yeah. So they put, so they put Andre and Jovi here together, and and. I always talk. We know that the producers give them things to read and, hey, can we do another take? And I've talked over and over again how crappy Jovi is at this. Yeah. Andre Steve calls it out every better. time. Andre's a little better. But to have Andre and Jovi sitting there with somewhat of a rehearsed thing, yes, it's like Keanu oh, Reeves and I don't know, Ben <laughs> Affleck sitting there like they're watching a really crappy movie. It's like yeah. these are the two worst actors I have ever seen. And who wrote this script? Who did you think? Well, you guys. Reeves and who else? Like yeah. Nicolas Cage. Yes, that was Perfect. And Black or something like that. <gasps> oh, my God. Let me ask you guys a question. Did you, Maybe it was just me, but I thought that at first Andre was coming in a little nice, nice for him. And then Jovi turned the whole thing around. Yeah, because well, he was kind of accusatory, didn't he? And you don't yes. light Andre up like that unless you want to get lit up with a. No, he went throw. right in his face about like, oh, you're the problem. You must be the problem. Uh-huh. And he was like, dude, I'm just trying to defend you. And you're telling me now I'm the problem, which he is. Didn't you think, know though, that, that Jovi's comment kind of came out of left field? Like, they have a pleasant conversation. All of a sudden, he just flipped on him. That's what I'm saying. I could see the producers going, say it now, now, say it now. And then he's like, oh, you're the problem, Andre. You know, <laughs> all of a sudden. And then Andre no idea what was going on. And then he just. It didn't seem like a, a, an, a normal conversation that just happened naturally, did it? No, because I thought Andre was, you know, he was being supportive, even kind of. Know. But he was like, well, you don't really take your wife to a strip club. And just being like. That and then this one just came in like right. I figured the two of them were, you know, looking for a, an ally in each other because they're both kind of, you know, rough around the edges. <laughs> exactly. I thought they'd come together, clinking the glasses, right. and you know, being and being all happy and masculine, <laughs> and I'm in charge together, right? On no, Andre is aggressive, and Andre is he's he's probably not just a nice person, but you notice his reaction to even going to a strip club. I mean, this kind of tells yeah. you character wise and women, although he, we know he's look, he treats, I mean, he's uh, misogynistic, yeah, I mean, just incredible. So, he doesn't know how to treat, I guess, to give a woman credit for anything. Right, but his wife, I believe, is the only woman he, he holds would look on a at. pedestal. Right? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. That's so he does. He, does Andre doesn't, her. he doesn't have any redeeming qualities. 
other than that, probably. But right. here's one thing in the whole season, and, and it made it evident here on this episode, who is the only couple all season who hasn't fought? And it's really the two of them. It's Libby and Andre. You're right. The, That's true. Yes. Two of them, you know what? You're right. Yes. Somehow or another. Mm-hmm. Have right. out. They seem to be well matched. And and that's kind of you and I kind of talked about that before, like how unusual that is that he's so aggressive and she comes from such an aggressive family that you wonder how the two of them get along so well, but they do seem to. And she's not she doesn't seem taken aback when he's abrasive and loud and cussing and whatever. you just said it. She's used to it because that's yeah. what's been going on in her life. Right. But I also think she knows how to handle him right. too. I I think she, you know, has him quiet down a little bit, but in her own way, she has him settle down. Yeah, I think I think she has um, a little bit of an ability to kind of maneuver. Yeah, read between the lines, like mm-hmm. you know, when he's cussing every other word, like that's just his way. It's not that he's trying to be, you know particularly abrasive he just is abrasive you know so i right. kind of right. just like skates right through there and and overlooks all that and just gets to what he's saying and and doesn't really absorb you know the roughness of it at all no it's going to be hard i would imagine she like sees it coming and said okay here comes andre it's Here's like you flash something shiny and say andre <laughs> Look over here. He is so one dimensional. Like, you're absolutely right. It's like over here for a minute. Exactly. Exactly. Well, really, all she has to do is bring the little girl in because, boy, she is wrapped around daddy's little finger, isn't she? She is so adorable, that little girl. I mean, all the kids are. uh, Myla is adorable, too. Yeah. Oh. They're so cute. And you see them, if you look at them, I know Kelly is just now introducing herself to Instagram. And so, <laughs> Not really. Yes, you are. Am I your first friend, Kelly? Yeah. I think I'm your first friend. I think I'm your first friend. Yeah. <laughs> I end up telling her, hey, here's a picture of so-and-so. They may not post. They may not have news, but we see a picture of their kid, right? And and so I say, look, here's a picture of their child, or here's a family picture. Yeah. So when he sends me that stuff, I can't actually see it. So that's the only reason I got an account, and I'm not <laughs> actually using it, and I'll probably never intentionally post something, although I think I'm sharing my Facebook posts automatically. I'm not sure. I yes, something. I think it's yes, because you have your those beautiful pictures okay. on Instagram and Facebook, so it, they look great. Right. It looks great. I'm like, well, that sounds easy. Otherwise, I'll never post yeah. anything. So, yes, post. <laughs> Just share the ball. So You're good to go. That, and, and because this is a little bit of inside <laughs> scoop here. Now, when they film this, Libby's still pregnant. And she said yeah. she's a month away. That means they filmed this show in September of 2022. You know what? I could have been in the city at that time because my son and I went in September on Fifth Avenue. I'm, and I could have run into Yara and Shida. Yeah. yeah. I'm so upset. So this I could have gotten a picture with them. I mean, this is three <laughs> months old. Is when you know what I is. thought was really sweet was uh, 
Jenny and Kimberly walking and talking together. Wasn't that so sweet? I love that so much. They're both such nice people. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. You see how that's that's genuine. You saw the Yara and and Shida was a genuine conversation. Yes, and it, mm-hmm. it made Andre and Jovi's look so forced. Yeah, it did. When you looked at all of those, you went, "That's probably why they did it first instead of throwing it last." <laughs> Warm you up? No, you're right. They, those two seem so at ease. Yeah. Those four of them with each other and talking, and they seem to have a genuine friendship, relating, which is each nice. Other, right. Mm-hmm. And these two just wanted to smack each other. <laughs> Overall, I have to say that I thought this tell-all was pretty bland. Like, there were no great new revelations well, no. or anything. I, I mean, mean, well, they went to Ed, right? And so that was the bulk of everything. The Ed yeah. Rose thing is kind of a big deal. I yeah, do what think the heck so. is with him? What, what is going on with him? Wait, wait. So she's in the Philippines. Yeah. You've never really met her in person or no, 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 with no. an online dating? No. Uh, they okay, were engaged so Kelly- before he went there and they met up in a hotel room and she met his family and stayed there. He, sh- he took a shower with her father and there was a rat in there. Oh, it's one of the he most. Was- wait, 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 wait a second. Yeah. What are you talking about? He took a shower with her father? Yeah, she lived what? in like a whatever their little building is they lived in, it was like a hovel. Like it didn't have roofs and, and it was like, they used buckets to shower with. And I mean, it was really, really primitive. And how many buckets did I need? I should get the mayonnaise out of his hair. Are you kidding me? (laughs) They were, they were in B90. I think that was where so B90 is where they started. The most one of the most iconic scenes was when Ed was in this an outside cold shower. And yeah. it is legitimately a this rat. Gigantic rat, rat comes up shower. and he's freaking out. They just think it's every day, right? Because they live with rats. That's insane. Oh my yeah. god. I didn't even know that. So, yeah, so he left back. and he took her to a resort. And it's stayed oh, okay. at a resort. And while they're in the hotel room, he's like, oh, I brought you something typical. Like, I'll bring you an electric toothbrush because they don't have those in these countries, right? Like half the Americans. Have right, Gino. Them, right, right, Gino. Yeah. And then he gave her like a razor and said he wanted her to shave her legs because they were kind of hairy. And, her and then he gave her mouthwash and said, Stop it. Oh my smelled God. bad. And could she please use the mouthwash and brush her teeth? Yeah, and so. then it turned out she had like halitosis or something like a condition that gave well, her bad breath that she teeth. couldn't control. It was like a stomach problem or something. And yeah, continuously. And, and that's terrible. Yeah, they had rotten teeth, her whole family. They just have dental care there. So yeah. you can imagine what all that is. So. Wow. Oh my goodness. That's really the backstory on Ed. And so we see this and then, so they had a pretty nasty fight and their internet fights were even bigger. Their tele fights. So, so for Ed, it's really a shock for, for him to still be communicating with her in any way. Because you treated her horribly, so insulting and demeaning and that's that that just sounds like it's him he needs he's disgusting i'm sorry he's not even a nice person at all of everybody forming their opinions of ed and ed in a relationship 
I think they thought that Ed and Angela, they probably knew they had a real dry season. And, and they, they threw them in the mix for some excitement, distraction. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. negative, some of this negative attention would still be attention. I don't know that they knew. I mean, they know what the ratings are. I can tell you podcast-wise, here's, and we've talked about this before, where we start at episode one, probably at the peak of number of listens that we get. And we've done this enough that I can see it. And it kind of moves up till about episode three or four. Then it People get tired of the show. Down. We, we, Not we didn't get right. that this time. Yeah. So, I mean, attention to the show. This is talking about the main free show. We, this right. time, we didn't see that. We didn't see dip. it dip. Our our main episode listens didn't dip, and and I, I can go in every season that we've ever done, and they're all the same. We there's one thing we don't change, but interesting the show mm-hmm. changes. But yeah. this one was different. Yeah, so Either, usually it dips, mm-hmm. and then it comes back up for the tell all. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this one didn't, I and I don't know if uh, for some reason either we're getting more listens to offset that or that there was a bit the show more has interest more interest in the show and it even hit it around christmas time so the holidays i mean this yeah. was the perfect yeah that uh, was surprising the imp- storm mm-hmm. so may- maybe the thought was but i know people the hate is just is just yeah really a lot bad. of podcasts yeah. won't even talk about ed or angela Exactly. They they just don't want to devote any time to them because they're just attention seekers, yeah. it seems. That's what and wasn't Angela I mean I hate to bring her up, but wasn't she on one of those talk shows like a Jerry Springer? The one who's now in jail <laughs> or just got out. Not Skyla. No, not Scotty. Her. Yeah, Scotty's your oh, other Scotty. Scotty. There was some um, underage child issues that she had had. It's like a then, teenager that she was in a relationship with. And yeah. so, oh, yeah, God. this woman really needs help. But she had like a 10 year sentence and got out after months. And so something yeah. happened. We she think. got out. So I just don't mm-hmm. know what it was. I think um, speaking of kids. So Bilal and Shida are, they're, are it's happening. No birth control happening. We said a couple of times. A couple of times. I think they mean a couple two of months, th- like two cycles probably is what they were trying to say, but it didn't come out very well. No, it did not. No. Up and said, uh, you should be trying a couple times a day. <laughs> Wait, who said that? Who said that? Was, was it Jovi or Ed? Ed? It was Ed. Ed. Ed, again, with, right. with his opinions. Shut up. You know? He's got what? One kid? Quiet. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my so, gosh. So, but let me ask you a question. So, what happens now with the contract or the prenup? She doesn't have her kid. Oh, I don't know. And it's I think all as the- long as he tries before he's 40, <gasps> then he's off the hook. Give him a gold college try every other month. Okay. That's saying they've ridden this thing this baby thing you know it's they've ridden it pretty far does anybody think that she's pregnant i watched today so i looked today commentary that she might be 
we've talked about it on so. Inside Scoop two times, and both times it's like, hey, I see a bump. I watched her and let's pre-recorded this this yoga. She gave like a yoga, probably a two-minute commercial for her. Oh yeah, I heard West you listening to that earlier. West India Bella yoga is her thing. I watched her doing yoga, and all I'm doing, I felt kind of dirty because I'm like, looking up at the thing, <laughs> but I'm just looking to see like her shirt was all baggy in the front. Yeah. And so for me, it would be, okay, then uh-huh. there's no bump there, right? It wasn't a maternity shirt. And her or shirt it's baggy because she's hiding it. No, no. I looked. And even when she was sitting up, I mean, you could see that your shirt would be stretched a little tighter if it was. A little bit. Yeah. I don't think no. she is. I, I think she has problems. Well, she does. I feel know, bad sitting. for her about that. I, I do too. I do probably too. I mean, they're not going to adopt. I don't. They probably think. should be doing like IVF or something before she runs out of eggs. I mean, she's close to forty already. You yeah. know, it's you got to do IVF or, or get a surrogate. Right, under or, normal circumstances, much less the fact that she's having cycles more often. She's literally running out of eggs early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she's going to be done soon. And I don't know how they would raise a kid in, you know, that house. Imagine. It's all pristine. Right. His OCD and stuff. We joke no. that she believes she's ready. And it's the big joke, right? I yeah, mean, nobody's to be, ready. To be, think about it. No. To be 37. Okay. Now, do you, um, we have, Joy, do you watch Little People, Big World at all? I do. I so do. here's my thing. So I kind of have a Chris and Amy. You know, Chris is a little particular about all of his stuff. And Amy coming in there, and you see how he's just uncomfortable. Well, think about mm-hmm. Shida and a kid. You're everything you've ever thought. Eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Five hours of sleep. I don't know. It's two hours shopping. of sleep. You know, all of it. Going to the bathroom. Laundry. Yeah. I mean, when did she say this? She's like, don't you want a baby to come home to and be all relaxed and all happy? Didn't she say that in the other episode? I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to pull my hair out of my head when you come into the house. It's no relaxation. Once the baby comes, like, when do you ever remember even being able to go to the bathroom by yourself? I still can't. My kids are grown. Now the dogs follow me in there. I I can't be alone to save my life. I could. It's just a parade. It's a parade. The only time you were alone, Kelly, was when you had COVID. <laughs> yes. That was it. That Even was then, it. though, Steve was running around the house to the outside windows trying to talk to me through the window and wave. <laughs> Still couldn't leave her alone. Still leave her alone. Trying to mess with her. I'd be outside for five minutes before I could get staring through the window, making faces at me. (laughs) So the two of them, so this joint bank account thing seems a bit. Now you don't know how everybody. We kind of ask people all the time, like, how do you run things or your money, your money? And so we know couples. We know couples that have done it like that. Yeah, and for us, maintain it. Married 50 some years and maintain completely separate estates. Like one of them had family money. Um, They're both from the South and they completely kept their inheritances and everything separate from each other. And and he was a colonel in the military. He made good money and his money was separate. Her money was separate. They made agreements on who was going to pay which bills and... They even had separate I, groceries and separate refrigerators in the house because they had different dietary needs. 
No, I can't live like that. I mean, completely separate. I guess that's what works. You know, I guess everyone does what works for them. But you know what I found was funny? When she's, Yara was telling Shida, oh, you have to have your own money or, you know, or no, you should have a joint bank account. And then at this, at the tell-all, I forgot Shida was saying, you say this is my house. You say you take ownership of my house. What was she talking to Liz? Oh, she was talking to Liz about that, right? I, I was like, what, what, you don't even take your own advice, and she lady. ever had a back <laughs> Exactly. All of a she sudden. tries and then she cowers like a wilted flower. Exactly. It's exactly. physical, right? Don't you see it? She'll, she'll I do. Get all, sit up straight and tall and start to talk to him about what for. And then he answers her back and she just starts to kind of slowly cringe and go into the ball again. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's weird. He talks uh -huh, to her like uh -huh. a child. He's a pro. Bilal is a pro. He manipulates yes. big time. Yes. He knows the game. He really is playing the game. He's like, well, I'm, you know, with the baby thing, well, we're trying. That's in the prenup. I'm still trying. Who knows if he's shooting blanks? Who knows? So I get. He's probably wearing okay. tidy whities on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Like I get their own money, right? And couples, I guess couples are like that. We are not. But Shida doesn't have a way to bring money in at this time. And when he tells her that we could put a piggy bank in the house. Oh, my gosh. I could not believe that. He used the word piggy yeah. bank. And I was just so like. Childish. What? I, I, I couldn't even. I, I literally had to rewind it because. I had to make sure that he Did said he really that. Did he really just pay that? Yeah. Rude. So insulting. He just oh, means so her rude. all the time. I can't stand it. I want to punch mm -hmm. him right in the mouth is what I want. Uh, let's get in line because <laughs> there's a lot of punching going on. It's demeaning on every level. But as a spouse, as a partner. As, as an adult. As, as an adult. As a, as a human yeah. being, I mean, you're right. As definitely as an adult, you say it to your kid. We're going to give you a piggy bank. You're going to save right. your money, you know. But here, she she's thirty seven years old. Like she she already. Yes. You know, in this scenario, yes, I mean, was... I just think about how we think. If Bilal is so busy that he's working, I think you have then. If she is going to be at the house, you know, you'd kind of pass. This is a function that you could have her handle. You know what? You can handle the money, right? You're here. Yes. You have time. I can go out right. and do this. That's what we do. Well, that's exactly. Maybe I think that works. Uh, we handle all the finances. Hard. He just makes the money. He doesn't even care. <laughs> he doesn't know it's in the bank unless I, I make a point to tell him. She Otherwise, you have no clue. He didn't even carry a checkbook. Never has. Never paid a bill. No. I do all that. He's got you. You, you're good. At I the mean, end of the month, I go. I'm paying bills today, and then about an hour later, I'll text him. This is what's left, and he's like, "Oh, cool. All right. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> good job, Cal. So good I job. think everybody should do it like that because it works. Yeah, I think that's a great way. I mean, but let me ask you, what does he do? Give her a credit card, give her an allowance, and say you could spend this, miss this, and this, and that's yeah, it. She has a separate account, and he gives her like an allowance. Now, we've known people who do oh, that. And and did you pick up uh, the, on the fact that she said she doesn't even know what he makes? Mm -hmm. Because yes. we had neighbors yes. in Virginia 
who were just like this. And she was from Ukraine and he was American and he, he had been married three times already and divorced. And so he decided he couldn't get and keep an American wife. So he went (laughs) to Ukraine and paid the marriage service to get him a Ukrainian wife. So they got matched up. They met there a few times in Europe um, because I think he was in the military at the time and, you know, had their dates or whatever. And then she agreed to marry him and she was divorced also. And they came to America and we knew them, what, 10 years? And she never had a driver's license. Um, Couldn't Ah. leave the house unless she could walk there. Had all the little kids tying her down and she couldn't even take them anywhere. They'd have to ride with me. I, I started taking them out and doing things with them because I felt bad that they're locked in the house. Oh my time. gosh, that's and, terrible. And she had not become a citizen because he wouldn't pay for her to take the test and everything and, and get the citizenship. That's like a form exactly. of abuse. What's and control? It, it's what it was. It was control. So she probably didn't know better. Well, she was like, oh, I'm going to go to America and, you know, live in America and all these choices and didn't realize she's going to a prison with this man, basically. Because her sister, who was younger, married an American guy in an arrangement who was like 70 and was never been (laughs) married, was a virgin, had been coaching in a high school for like 30 years and was very awkward. And she was like 20 something. And so she marries this old guy just to get a visa to come to America. And they just had an arrangement. They never even slept together. So she felt like, you know, oh she struck God. it gold because she had at least had a family and everything, not even realizing how controlled she was. She had no idea what he made no. after all those years. She would say, well, wow. I have to get groceries, but he only gave me $30. So she had like a prepaid debit card. And she'd have to ask him to put money on it. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. You know, between these two, because she doesn't know what he makes. So I suspect he has that level of control over China Mm -hmm, as well. mm -hmm. And it's it's really sad to see. You know, as a friend, neighbor, like I, I was trying to wake her up a little bit, you know. It's like Stan and Lisa from Love After Lockup. Remember Stan? Yes, exactly. Yes. Creepy Stan. Gross. Yeah. Oh, gross, gross. And her with the wigs. (laughs) Those horrible wigs. (laughs) Oh, my God, those wigs. I mean, was she not looking in the mirror? Like, what was that? I don't know. And he paid money for those things. (laughs) Uh, yes, they're very expensive, but Even come better on. better cutting off the head to a mop or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no we had it. an audible gasp when he said piggy bank. Yes. Yes. Crazy. Yes, that was And insanity. for him to be in such, so we know what kind of in control he is of his words. We believe that every word that Bilal says is completely is, calculated. Is calculated, right? And for this to miss his filter tells you the the level of control that I think he has. Right, because you know know Mm -hmm. that he's a person who wants Mm -hmm. to control your perception of him. 
Mm-hmm. He's going to rewrite the narrative. Exactly. He's going to rewrite it for you. The, mm-hmm. the blow that he's presenting to people. Can you imagine what it's actually like for the two of them alone in a room with nobody watching? I, I just can only imagine that he totally belittles her. It's that silent treatment that she had always talked about. She right. was afraid of making him upset because he would go a whole yes. day and not Days talk without to speaking her. to her. Mm-hmm. It's just like when she didn't That's go terrible. to the the temple or a place of worship with him. Yes. You remember for a special yes. day, like a Friday so- worship or something, and she said, "Well, we don't do that in mm-hmm. my country. The women don't go to that." And he's like, "Oh, well, but I want you to come." And she goes, "No, I'm gonna." you know, meditate and do yoga. And then he didn't talk to her for like two days. You remember that? That was the punishment. That was, I'm surprised he said Yeah, and then when she did go with him the next time, you remember when they went to the mosque, um, he wouldn't even introduce her to anybody. And she's wandering around the place and everybody knows him. And she just looks like a homeless person or something. Exactly. She's like, do, 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 do. What am I doing? What am I doing? You know, no, he didn't care. He was a mom, right, at the mosque. So everybody knew him. Oh, he was, yeah. He he was an important person. Right. And and so for him even to ignore her like that and her like following him around like she's a servant or something. Exactly. Yes, she was three steps behind him. Yeah. Because I had someone who treated me like that, who walked separately from me a few paces ahead in a previous relationship. That's so abusive. It, it's a mind Disgusting. game. It really is. You know what? What is she? A yes. handmaid? Right. You two don't start this. <laughs> what is the next show? You know, though, she worships, even though Shida may not worship below, Ed sure does. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was thinking to myself, all these horrible men on this stage together, boy, birds of a feather flock together, do they not? How about when Ed's like, when you took her to that fake house, that was brilliant, brilliant. I was like, shut up. I just gasped and I just hung my head. I was like, oh, these disgusting people, they're so alike. It's it really says mm-hmm. a lot about them that they agree with the horrible things the other men are doing. He said that that was brilliant that he took her to that that, that dump was house. Ridiculous. I mean, so Ed knows. People know that this stuff's recorded. Joby knows the strip club comment was recorded. Ed knows his worship is of Bilal is recorded, and so either Ed understands TV and knows that it's going to play well, or he's just deterred. You guys, what right. do you think? Is he a turd? I think yeah, I agree. I think so too. You know, the more I see of Ed, I guess, you know, when the season started and they were back together, we were shocked, right? When they first got back together, after told, the yeah. recording uh-huh. came out of their phone conversation, yeah. how horribly he spoke to her, and we're like, this guy is just an abuser, terrible person. He can never be on the show again. And then here they are, and they're not only is he back on the show, but they're back together. We were shocked, dumbfounded, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. And and I know Steve and I talked about, well, how can we talk about Ed and not just keep going back to, well, don't forget how he spoke to her because he's a horrible person, you know, but we said, okay, let's 
just put that out of our minds for now because we all are aware it's there. We reposted it to make sure all the listeners remember this is who this person really is mm-hmm. off camera, right? This was a legitimate mm-hmm. conversation they had on a cell phone together. So we did that, mm-hmm. but we tried to look at them with fresh eyes. Okay, they just got together, you know, and let's give them a second chance, right? But no, everything I've seen of Ed this season is he's the same nut job that he showed himself to be before. It's ridiculous. He's never changed and he's he never, never will. Be functional in any relationship he ever has. And you're right. He, he's dysfunctional all around. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. But it's not yep. just females. It's his relationship with Rich. It's like you said. With, with human beings. It doesn't matter who. It's a human. He cannot relate to another human being, whether it be a man or woman or whatever. He just can't do it. He doesn't see that he's wrong in anything. It's his way or the highway. He when he called Liz said he was a she was a lesbian. What are you talking about? Left field. He said it was because when they broke up before that she told him that she considered dipping her toe in the lady pond that she wouldn't. Um, shy away from it. I mean, after him, I could so see it. You know, had that but, in the back of his mind and knew that she had a lesbian friend. And so, when this person, you know, touched her shoulder and ha- they had a heated conversation, he just assumed it was a lover's quarrel. Like, where did that come from? Okay. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I have friends, you know, my girlfriends and I get very emotional. Uh, you know, it, we're, that's. You know, right. And if this was your friend and and she was a, again with a turd like this guy trying to get married, you'd probably <laughs> holler at her too, wouldn't you? You'd go, what the heck's wrong with you? What is wrong with you, girl? What is wrong with you? It goes to you? another level, I think, because look, I'm pretty, I don't know, I'm going to say emotionless, but I'm pretty cold <laughs> and <laughs> void of emotion. So I get it, right? But there are still things that you go, I mean, the point would be I would like not to think bad things about people or situations, but that would be the ultimate place. But I at least know, look, I'm thinking this, and this is probably something I shouldn't say, right? And and then that would be at some point that that switch you think would be there and that it's not there. Some kind of filter. It's bad to think it and it's worse to say it because how are you making that other person feel? And and that's a yeah, thing he's that very he, has, demeaning. he has no, he doesn't and, care. and how do you get at a point? Is it from being, I don't know, all these years alone? Alone. Because what, where, we like wonder. Like the ability to relate to people. What has happened? Where are the females that were in his life for the 20 years before Rose? There had to be you know, something. He wasn't you know, celibate. We used to say that we couldn't figure out how Ed got that way because his mom seemed so nice and gentle. But we've seen another side mm-hmm. to her. This most recent I, scene with the two of them creeped me 100% out. Me it too. Really me too. Like and that's where weird, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Weird, right there. dependent relationship between them. That is not mm-hmm. normal. No. And that's where, I mean, this, what happened to his father? Did they say? Um, he died. He is he dead. Died. He, passed he did die. He died. Because I was going to say, he might not have had a father figure to counter, you know, with the mother. And But he does have the personality like the mother. I saw that. You're right. 
You're and absolutely right. Weird. Very weird. Hmm. Yeah, and she called him. What was it? Not she good. called him. Ah, some little pony. Oh my god. <laughs> That could be up to this guy's my age. <laughs> He's our age. I mean, not to dwell too much on this, but to tell somebody that you have five days to get your stuff and to get out of the yes. house. It is. That was horrendous. And then to say you love her, you don't love somebody. You'd rather her be None. homeless than together while That'll she finds her. a place to go. Yeah, that'll teach her. But that'll but then again, she's still dating him on and off, that's what on I mean. and off. They they have a weird codependent relationship, just like him and his mom. You know, she seems to just be drawn to this um, poor treatment. She back like a that's the only thing she knows. I think it's all she knows. Yeah, I mean, it is popular. sad, and you know, it it probably speaks a little bit to maybe why she does not have custody of her daughter at all. No custody, mm-hmm. no shared, mm-hmm. nothing. At the mercy no, the they don't even mention the daughter. They don't even it's, say I think anything. it's even at the mercy of the dad as to whether or not she gets any visitation. I don't even think she has regular visitation. Oh. And now he's well, moving out of the country. So, so oh, your focus it. at that point is is to build a base and to get solid, you know, but th- th- at this point that she can't do that. Um, you, I mean, you think if she came across just a nice person, right? Just a good guy, a regular guy, I, I guess she would be bored with, is, do you guys think she would be bored with just, I mean, it sounds Maybe. bad. The I mean, hum everyday guy normal that, treatment. Yeah. That just goes to work. She wouldn't and, know what to do with it. No, she wouldn't know what to do. She would be miserable. She, I think this way, she feels in her horrible mind, you know, in her twisted mind, she feels she deserves this. And this is all she can de- deserve in life is this. I mean, we we it's see bad. this a lot in like the Real Housewives. You know, you kind of see some of these and, and maybe it's, I don't know, more in the Atlanta Housewives that you just see some of them and you see how poorly they're treated. And and I guess I just, for me, it almost seems simple. Like you just can't stay. But, but after years, I don't know if people change, people don't change, or if you think I'm going to change them in some way or they'll grow up. It was somebody, we talked about something today and it was in, and I try not to talk because we, you know, we get a little churchy sometimes, and, <laughs> but it was something we talked about today. And, you know, it's something about new year's and it's that your new year's resolution, maybe somebody for the past 20 years, you know, they've had the same resolution or whatever it is. So they're having the same problems. Ed's having the same problems these years later. Year after that, year. Year after year, it's the mm-hmm. same thing. He's not, you're not growing. Right, because he's got the the same problem with Rose that he's got with Liz that he's had, I'm sure, with 20 other people. I mean, he cheated on his wife. That's why he got divorced. Yeah, there's no, I mean, even like you said, with his mother, he has that same relationship with his mother. And even now, did you catch that he said to Sean that he considers them still engaged? And Liz was behind him shaking her head, no. 
No, exactly. Wants her to wear yeah, but she's just not wearing the ring. Yeah, yeah she was he wants wearing to wear it. the ring, and he says they're engaged, but he's on a dating app and he's talking to Rose. He's having the problems of a twenty-year-old, right? Not not problems of a, a fifty or what a fifty-year-old generally, I would assume, should be thinking about would be eyeballing a way to stop working, right. paying off. <laughs> Paying off the house. I mean, these are kind of 50-year-old things. You go, yeah. oh, my, the knees, the hips. Um, what's my health care look like? <laughs> Older. The knees, the hips. Is this a deductible? You know what I mean? Oh. Am I going to be able to get this covered or not? You know, is my health insurance going to cover this? Yeah. You know, it's those Exactly. But he's not worried about that. Because he's not even that. there yet. He's still 20. Yeah. I thought it was uncomfortable, and we knew the answer. When when they ask Ed whether or not she'd been in contact, he'd been in contact with Rose, yes. and he says, "Did you see his face?" He, he says, "I don't remember," or "I don't know," is what he says. Yeah, first said no. I don't know. How do you remember not sending a text right. to an ex? I mean, well, he first doesn't he remember. Talk okay. to her. Oh, he, he says, said no. No, he felt yeah. totally comfortable with that because no. they hadn't spoken. He was using words. the specific words they asked him to answer confidently. I'm very good at that. He could tell by the way. that mm-hmm. he was skirting that. So she I was, "Well, have you communicated? Maybe by text?" And then he got all uncomfortable. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe. So. Define speed. Right. right. What, the, what the definition of the word is, is. Right. So he says, I don't remember and I don't know. And and if any of you, I know maybe we don't have too many crossover people between real housewives of Salt Lake and this, but this is exactly, and we talked about it on the Inside Scoop this week on the Real Housewives Inside Scoop. This is exactly the text that, that Jen Shaw sent to Stuart said, if you don't know what to say, say, I don't remember. Better yet is to say that I don't know. These were the, mm-hmm. in, in directly say, I don't remember or I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is what you should say. But this is remem- how you get prosecuted and sent to prison for 10 years. <laughs> this was the advice she gave to Stuart. Who turned on First, her. You can say, I don't remember. But that means that you maybe knew something about it. But if you say, I don't know, exactly. I don't know means that you never knew about it. Mm-hmm. And so that was, oh, that was the wordsmith okay. that they were going through to try and get. Yeah, it's, you know, it whatever. implies you don't have knowledge. So it, it goes it straight okay. there. And, uh, you know, Kelly, you, you said it. I mean, you hit it right on the nail on the head. Sean asked, have you spoken? And this is where Sean yeah. is naive as an interviewer. Uh-huh. Wrong word. I don't, I'm not. I, I, mean, I think she's got people in her ear. Did you ever, Joy, hear that, that, that leaked tell-all? It was one of our first During podcasts. COVID, when they did the video. Somebody, uh, yeah. an, an, an person on production leaked the raw audio. Unedited. It was long. Like it 30 hours or something. Mm-hmm. But you got to hear mm-hmm. Sean talking mm-hmm. to production yeah. and how. They're directing her conversation the whole time. She'd go, there's too many people talking. I of can't course. hear. We have to stop. You could see it. It was just, she gets frustrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's a, a good uh, interviewer, a good host. I I don't think she you has know, control. You, you look, it's not area. like 
these the people that she deals with it would be like and we know it gets out of hand like on like andy with the new jersey housewives and right. you know it kind of mm-hmm. gets out of hand and he has a hard time controlling some of them mm-hmm. but he still does he has he had still he's still had to stand up that. people have pushed him but this is a different level yes, that the, the level of people that you have on 90 day isn't quite the refined groups that you have on real housewives we always and, and want even to. has that to deal that with but true. this is a whole nother level let's look at angela this is a whole ball of wax and you're absolutely right this is a whole angela and ed thing (laughs) it went relatively well the single life tell-all is one of the smoothest tell-alls that we have seen right i mean it just went went smoothly but we knew with ed you know that it wouldn't the usman's reaction to this i think we didn't see this from him right we agree I think we kind of agree he's up to whatever shady business he's up to. Okay. Yes, he's a scammer. But whatever. Like, I think we all know, but we've never seen him cut loose like this. Yeah, he got really angry. He really, he surprised me because he's normally so controlled and so soft spoken when he speaks to her, even when they're arguing. But he, like, you know, hit a 10. He came right out. On Angela, I I have to say I I mean I did, did not agree with anything he said. How he sacrificed and how he said he didn't he knew he didn't want a child. Uh, he she couldn't have a child and she and he sacrificed that and she didn't give him anything. She gave him. Well, do you want to have another PS <laughs> five? That'll keep you quiet. You know, I just I think he's so like you said, he's a scammer and he's yeah. very. But they've well. agreed. I think. We saw in the preview that Kimberly, Angela was trying to give it to Kimberly, and Kimberly was like, look, I got this. Mm-hmm. I understand. I mean, Kimberly probably has woken up. We've yeah. seen her grow a little bit in this past year and a half where you know she was probably pretty naive before. But I think she understands and has seen it, and she's at a different place now. I'm still taken aback, though, and it, it's like a needle just knifing me in the gut. I so want to know what scene we missed that led to the last conversation they had in the last right. episode, where they were in the hotel room. She goes, and you said I need a new, a, a smaller stomach, and, yeah. and that I can't do anything right, and, yes. and blah, blah, blah. And she starts rattling off this whole list of insults, like he was just reaming her up one side and down the other about this, that, and the other. And I'm like, where did this come from? I didn't hear this conversation. We've missed something. I felt like we... I was going to ask you, did you hear him say, you you, no. you have a big belly, you have to clean the place? I've never heard him no, say that, like but obviously he did. It felt like a whole scene that? had been cut from the show and the producers overlooked it because I was lost. As soon as they opened in that scene, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, rewind, we missed something. We talk it about- wasn't there. And it was the end of their relationship as a result of this fight. We didn't even see the fight mm-hmm. or what mm-hmm. led up to it. I'm so confused. That's not but it, whatever it was. It was final. I, it's not right. There's, yeah. it, but it wasn't so bad that they're not friends still. Yeah, which strikes awkward. me as odd. If it was that ugly, well, did you hear she she wants friends with Ben? And she said, I just she said I just want to see him one more time. That's what I want. Yeah, and I'm animal. like, that's gonna lead she to somebody's jumping in bed. Yammy, right. yeah, but why? I don't know. But, but why? Yammy, yammy. 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 
the yammy. Oh my God! I thought we can get away without saying the yammy. Can, I'm not. Yes, we can say goodbye yammy. to that whole line of conversation now. Say See goodbye ya. to the yammy. Oh, uh, to the yammy. Like there are certain things that we talk about our lives because this is our life, right? I mean, we. I guess we go to hockey games. And yeah. we watch reality TV, uh, you know, <laughs> other than that, uh, we, you know, we raise our kids and handle stuff, but so it's how much of this stuff mm-hmm. enters our personal lives in our normal conversations. And I think that's some of the fun stuff because oh. we do this podcast <laughs> together that it's, it can be a text or something. It's just our private back and forth yeah. are so much fun. We when reference this stuff these shows so much. In, in our conversation, I've even been sitting in church, and this is sad. <laughs> this is really sad. I've been sitting in church, and the preacher will be talking about the lesson, and he'll use an example, and I'll elbow him, and I'm like, that's just like, you know, Angela and Michael or, you know, somebody from the show. And he'll, like, snicker and try to get the great face, of, you know, like. You guys, yeah, you guys are in trouble. You guys need to be separated. You can't sit together. Our brains just keep harking back to these shows. I mean, Kelly, you and I, when we face when we Facebook, we always saying stuff about yes, Yes. (laughs) future podcast. (laughs) Boy and Kelly, not just handmade. He doesn't want. There was a telling little statement that was, it was tiny, but when Yara and Angela were going at it, Yara mentioned that she just had her breasts done. Did you notice that? Yes. And I said, and you said, yeah, she has a lot of procedures. And I said, yeah, I bet you she gets her boobs done every time she has a kid. Or at least that'll happen. I'm surprised Angela didn't (laughs) take off her shirt this time. Well, she's got all this extra skin now, right? So she said she's got to have other surgeries, like on there, the flab on the arms and stuff. She's got to have all that waddle taken off. So, you know, oh God, she probably doesn't oh want to God. show all that right now. It's probably not very flattering. We see some skin. of this, and it's just got to be something to deal with. And, and I think it would be frustrating if you had to lose all this weight and you lost weight and you still had all that to deal with. Yeah, that you know, be- I think most of us, you'd be a little more self-conscious about, you know what, I'm going to still wear sleeves or yeah. whatever until you had that resolved. Yeah. But it's um, not she an angel. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't have care. any of that. Yeah. She yeah. stormed off. Right at the beginning, he goes, and she's got to go straight outside and smoke that cigarette. That's what that was about. Exactly. You know what? That's yeah. why she had to leave yeah. because she had to smoke a cigarette. That's the only out. reason why. So, time for the cigarette. One more thing. We know, and, and, and when we look at people and we see these texts and these videos, we always know that there has to be a source for this stuff. And yes, so, so going back to these text mm-hmm. messages that her friend sent her between him and someone else and it included a recording of their conversation, doesn't that sound to you like maybe she had a friend catfish him to see if he would take the bite? Would she do that? Yes, yes. She, she wouldn't would. put that past yes. her, would you? No, I think she would do that. That's a great that's idea, yes. Let's test mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, she definitely would. Well, isn't didn't they say coming up, Michael? You're still on Instagram, and he's like, "No, that's yeah. not and, me." That's and an there's imposter. a whole kind of like almost investigation of what 
win and the timeline behind that and and who his real account and not and so i think there's something fishy going on there but i don't know how there couldn't be i mean but obviously the recorded message of him saying i love you i've got money coming your way i mean that's him that's shy. i couldn't believe that that yeah, not, I, 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 at I, the I, beginning i thought that he was scamming her at the way back at the very beginning but you know, mm-hmm. for a guy to hang on this long to a bully like her, like I thought, man, he yeah. must mm-hmm. love something about her. But what do you think it is? What, now, what do you think it is? To, to hear him saying, I love you to somebody else, and I'm trying to work things out. Well, now I'm back to maybe he really has just been biding his time, yeah, living his t- life and scamming her the whole time. To, that's for, a what, tough. What, to get to America because <laughs> it probably ain't going to happen. That's tough long I mean, game. the reason it hasn't no. is because back during COVID, they came right out. The U.S. government came out and said, we do not approve Nigerian men to immigrate to the U.S., period. Didn't matter if they were spouses or anything else. They had a block of all the scamming mm-hmm, that's known mm-hmm. to go on. Yep. And so we were like, well, Michael's never going to get to come. I don't think he is. I, he's not here right. now. He's yeah, not coming. This he's season, not going to be able to come. Uh, the immigration attorney said that he was this close, that a- any day or any month now it could get approved. And and Michael's Michael's aunt, uh, has, she did put out that he had received his visa. So that was no, a I thing. I remember that. That was a while ago. Yes. That was a while ago. But he's still not a while here, ago. So, yeah. and, and that, neither of the two of them were the source. But now, let me ask you: Now, didn't they say if you um, like sponsor or you're married, she's de- uh, she has to take care of him for ten that years? That is a little of an oddball thing about yeah. how that works. It would be only if they were on public assistance. So right. it would be so they can't yeah. draw on any oh. um, um, like uh, aid to families or anything like that, like any kind of gotcha. um, government payout for like you're homeless or you need food or whatever. Like he couldn't get those mm-hmm. benefits. She'd have to supply whatever. And even for us, I think I've got, um, I just kind of had, we had a listener who would kind of brief me on that. So it's a little different. And I think maybe our, I think, um, we're probably going third hand on that. I think somebody with first hand knowledge of exactly what that means. But that's how I understand it. Only don't if we they kind were. of mm. think that maybe that's part of why Natalie is still being funded by Mike. Michael? Sure. Yeah. It, he she still is. And, oh, do you know she really? just got a nose job? That doesn't surprise me. She just they put them into posted, she just got her well, nose. They're filming done. something. I mean, what do we think? What is supposed to be next, I think, is supposed to be the other way. If you look at the rotation of shows, the rotation of shows the other way is supposed to be next. Nobody has come out. And to tell you the truth, all of us are – we're recording. We restarted this recording off of our Discovery Plus that we watched. So if we saw a commercial for the actual show, it would have come out on mm-hmm. the TLC. So we, we can admit that we're, we, um, there's a chance that we are missing whatever commercial for the upcoming season. It could have come out. We may not know it until yeah, we, we don't get have all, 
until we get off this and check. So the rest of us, Kelly, have social media. You do not. <laughs> what? She has her Instagram now. She's going to be so <laughs> educated. No, no. Yes, she will be. I reviewed no. products for a homeschool magazine for 10 years and was required to share those reviews on all forms of social media. I did the bare minimum. And that was it. And I did nothing else on social media except sharing that as was required. You have let the cat out of the bag of who our social media department is really only one person. <laughs> we'll get with the and staff it, about that. It, it's very lacking. Yeah, Facebook is my, my limit. That's all I do. It's because we're old. Well, well, we can't be on the younger apps because my son will you know, say no, like that snap, Snapchat. it's only, we're only yeah, allowed to do Facebook. No, I don't have Snapchat. I'm, I, I get, we'll get yelled at. Is, there's no right. There's a whole <laughs> personal <laughs> podcast about us and Snapchat from yes. February of what year was that? Yeah. I heard February of when I heard that. Very adept at Snapchat. <laughs> so that happened. So for us, we are going to have, um, we will have a full, what do we've got this week? We're going to have Sister Wives. Which um, I'm looking forward to. I haven't watched it yet. It is episode two. Episode two of the one-on-one. We'll have Lexi and and Lauren and Alex and, and David and Annie, that. And what else? We're going to have Little People, Big World, um, Love After Lockup also. Yeah, that I haven't watched is, that yet either. That Some is... Friday. That's a laugh riot is what I caught. I caught our daughter live, watching Love After Lockup. It was on in the kitchen this last episode. Oh. <laughs> the whole family hilarious. thing there. Yeah, she was watching the last episode, not the current oh. one. Yeah, we haven't seen it. So yeah, we have, and and, I see and, our <laughs> oldest son and his girlfriend, we find them watching way, way, way back seasons of 90 Day. And we'll like pause in the room like, oh, yeah, remember? Oh, well, guess what? And they're like, no, don't tell me. <laughs> Yeah, don't tell him. Don't Angela tell him. No spoilers. Years ago, we'll be so. like, "You want a real time update?" No, no. no. Yeah, like, the inside no, scoop. <laughs> Did you see Michael in his Trump underwear? Is that a message <laughs> or no? No. <laughs> oh. What we did do, oh, we're going to do something different here, and it's going to be subscription only, is we're going to do A&E's Accused, Guilty, or Innocent. Have you watched that, Joy? I love that. Oh, yes, I have to. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, love that. I say that's real, not reality TV. Because reality TV has turned into, I don't know, yes. some kind of scripted, half true, half not acted it. thing. But that's a real show. So, so true to life. So we are going to cover those episodes. We may not be as like, I think it's going to be a Thursday night show, but we, we're we not going to worry so much about whether we get that episode out over the weekend or not. It's going to be a bit slower paced. Oh. Yeah, as we watch it. Yeah, it's not so much. <laughs> yeah, I could like go on and on about it. that. I'm really into true crime shows. I love that. I love that too. Actually, They're like so fascinating. TV. I used to watch whole trials all day. Loved it. <laughs> oh no, Kelly! We're supposed to talk oh, about now. 
Like I said, we will have a full slate of show. There is no Housewives is going to be a little light. We may do a combo episode this week of Salt Lake and Inside Scoop because there's no Potomac tonight. They um they stuck they um they don't like that Bravo does a good job of not competing with holidays. That's true. So. You know, I have to say, I feel like I'm coming yeah, off true. a real life vacation week. Because I didn't have all these shows to watch, all these podcasts to do. It was like an actual time of free time. It was crazy. We got out of the house and did some stuff. We did some family things. It was pretty Yeah, You guys were all over. We are back. We're back. We're back. Full lineup. Full lineup. So stick around. Stay tuned. And thank Um, you, Joy, for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me, guys. I loved it. I love ha- I love talking to you guys all the so time. So we'll see how it goes with the rest of the weeks. The miracle is that on Kelly's birthday, we were able to somehow align schedules. Thank you guys so Thank much you. for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com.